Challenge, not successful, Grzycki goes on. He tries to put it into the path of Bowen. Tees it up for Callum Elder to swing in, it's Bowler's touch, and Bowler finds the net! First goal in a black and amber shirt for Josh Bowler. Hello and welcome to a special edition of The Tigers Down Under. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm delighted to say that I'm joined today by Callum Elder. Welcome, Callum. Thank you for joining me. No worries, mate. Good good to chat to you. Um, I, I wanted to begin with your move to England. Um, you, you left Sydney as a 16-year-old, having played some junior football with Manly United, but how daunting was it for you to move across to the other side of the world and to join Leicester's Academy? Was it um, sort of a... Did you see it as, as a sort of a big gamble or was it more of a really exciting opportunity? Um, well, it's always going to be daunting leaving your home at 16 years old. Um but it was definitely, I seen it more as an opportunity. You know, it was something that I always wanted to do from a young age. So to be given that um, opportunity to go over and, and try and forge a career for myself in Europe, it was it was something I'd wanted for a while. So when it came up, I was really eager to take it with, with both hands. So, um, you know, I feel like your biggest life decisions you can't look back on. And um, that's what I did. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it was obviously a great move for you because you then were able to sign your first professional contract with, with Leicester and you went out on a couple of loans after that, um, beginning with, I think it was Mansfield in League 2 and then Brentford in League 1. Um, how did you find that progression of those loan spells going you know, successively sort of higher divisions? Were you, were you kind of com- comfortable taking that step up in quality each year? Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're the best things to do, you know. Um, to expose yourself to men's football as young as possible. Um, you know, you develop your game, you see what standards required in each, in each league. Um, and you know, you grow up quick. You're, you're dealing with, with men from a young age that have got families and mortgages and, you know, the higher you go up, you realize the pressures that you're under as a footballer. But, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed the, the loan spells, you know, they're very beneficial for me, um, and my development, but, you know, moving for Hull, moving to Hull, sorry, was probably the best thing for me because it came at a time when, you know, I needed to sort of have a base and a platform in my career. And, you know, I'm really glad the way it's going so far. And, and with that move to Hull, uh, obviously with Jackson at the club as well, was there that, did you chat to Jackson before signing for the club with that Australian connection there? Uh, no, I didn't. I think I've only, I only uh met Jackson just briefly when we played against each other a couple of seasons ago when he was at oh. Burton. Um so I didn't know Jackson personally but obviously being here, you know, we're with each other every day so you know it was good to chat to him and sort of have common ground as a as a fellow Australian. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um you know I'm I'm enjoying uh, playing with him as a player and you know spending time with him as a mate as well so um it's good to have another Australian at the football club. Yeah, it's always interesting, I find, when there's um, foreign players at a club. I know uh, a couple of seasons ago when we had um, Abel Hernandez, who who didn't speak a whole lot of English, but um, another player, Mo Diami, could also speak Spanish to him. So I feel like when there's players um, either from the same sort of part of the world, it it does sort of really help you you settle into the club a little bit quicker. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, to be fair, most dressing rooms these days are so multicultural, you know, you get lads from a lot of different countries but I wouldn't even say it from a settling in type it's just nice to to have someone that you know um sort of 
knows the running of your own home country and, you know, you joke about different things and things that happen back home that maybe European people aren't exposed to. So, um, you know, it's, it's good to chat to Jackson about different things. Uh, and just uh, just again, on, on your spell at Leicester, um, I guess it was quite a... Um quite a, an unexpected experience in a sense when I think you were out on loan at Peter, Peterborough and, um, and then you were injured uh, partway through the season but uh, came back to Leicester and, and that was actually the season where Leicester won the Premier League. So did you have much of a sense of involvement that season or, or much of a connection to that success or were you sort of looking at it from the outside in a way? Um, well, yeah, it was funny really because I was on loan at Peterborough and, and enjoyed my spell there but Unfortunately, um, I suffered a foot injury that required surgery, so I returned to Leicester for my rehab. And from January onwards, I got to see, you know, the run into Leicester winning the Premier League. So, you know, that was an experience in itself. I yeah. obviously wasn't involved from a playing perspective, but, you know, the whole club was really um, sort of came together to, to sort of to see it through. And, you know, it was a great time for the football club. Yeah, I can imagine it would have been a pretty... Um... Uh, yeah, unreal experience when you sort of think with no disrespect to Leicester, they're a reasonably small club in the scheme of things when you've got your Man Cities, your Arsenals and, and, and what have you all going for the title. To, to come away with the title that season would have been pretty remarkable. Yeah, I mean, um, it's funny really because, you know, when you sort of see the insides of how the season panned out, you know, it, it obviously it was a shock that Leicester won the league, but you know, the way they went about it, it, it wasn't a shot from the inside because, you know, no one got ahead of themselves. They just continually repeated the winning formula that it allowed them to achieve so much success in the matches. So, um, you know, that it's one. it was one of them seasons, but within that season, albeit they didn't finish with the highest points tally for most champions, they were the best that season. So, you know, they deserved to win the league. So, um, you know, there's so many big clubs in that division, but that season, Leicester were the best in the division, so they were deserved winners. Yeah, absolutely. And so then, as you touched on before, you, you cut ties with Leicester and joined Hull uh, in the summer uh, a couple of months ago. What what were your first impressions of the club and of um, Grant McCann as manager? What, what, what really sort of um, struck you about him? Um, well, I've worked with Grant before um, during my loan spell at Peterborough, so... You know, I obviously knew what he was like as a manager, so that was sort of a big factor that was um, hoping that I could get the deal done and come and work with him again because I enjoyed my time at Peter. But, um, I mean, the club is brilliant, you know. It speaks for itself. It's not long out of the Premier League. Um, it's got great facilities, you know. And uh, it, the squad we've put, to, the managers put together and, and his staff, you know, were ambitious, you know. Um, we know the levels we can get. We've put in some big performances this season, um, the championship's all about consistency and, you know, ticking games off and, and continue um, the sort of form that we've hit this season. So um, it's a good time at the club, but there's a lot of hard work to be done. And, you know, I'm, I'm really happy that I'm here now and, and a part of it. And, and you sort of said before, when it came to Leicester winning the league, it's it's hitting on that winning formula and then um, just repeating that week in, week out, getting that consistency. And, and I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, the championship just strikes me as that sort of division where, it's 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 almost whichever team can play their best football the most is likely to get promoted. And really, we've shown in, in the last couple of games that our best football is right up there with um, the top teams in the division. Is that sort of how, how the players are feeling, that really we can go out and, and on our day really just beat anyone? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, I'm sure you know the championship's relentless. It's 46 games, and I fully believe that anyone that goes up from the division um, at the end of the season deserves to because, you know, it's relentless. There's games, there's midweek games. There's, I mean, we've, we're playing our third game in six days tomorrow, so, um, you know, consistency is key. But um, I think I checked the table last night, and three of the top six we've beaten this season. So um, it's like it's all about consistency, and I think that. You know, if we can continue to sort of lay our marker down in terms of the standards we can hit um, each week, then hopefully we can we can climb that table and break into those playoff places. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned the, the sides in the top six that we've beaten. I think if if we don't have the best, I think we've got one of the best records against the top six, which is which is pretty crazy considering um, we're currently sitting ninth in the table. But you know, a couple of couple of points outside the top six, and and it can all turn around quite quickly. Um, on a personal level, um, obviously started the season out of the side um, due to injuries and what have you, um, but you've really sort of made that left-back spot your own. Um, how, how how important does it feel for you to be at, you know, rather than out on loan at a club, to actually be at a club where you're um, you're playing your football and you're, you're kind of cementing your spot in that first 11? Yeah, that yeah, it's true. And that was sort of, like I said, it was one of the main reasons I wanted to come and I've seen an opportunity there to come in and be part of something and work with a manager that I'd worked before with. So, um, you know, I really wanted to sort of put my put my foot down and, and stamp my place in the squad. So, you know, at the minute I'm doing that. Um, football can change quickly, but I need to make sure that I continue to hit the standards that I've set so far because um, I'm really enjoying it and we're, we're playing well as a team and, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying being part of that. Yeah, definitely, and you're and you're playing very well yourself um, as well. And and to the point where uh, I think it was just before the last international break, there was a few comments from Graham Arnold saying that he'd he'd been keeping an eye on you, and there was the possibility of a call up to the national squad in the not too distant future. Uh, how how significant would that be for you? What would that mean to you if you were to be able to pull on the green and gold for an international game? Yeah, I mean it'd be absolutely massive. Um, I knew that to be called up to the national team, I would really be have to be to be playing consistent football. Um, and that was another reason that I wanted to come to Hull because I thought if I could expose myself to consistent football in the championship that, you know, it would stand me in good stead to hopefully one day receive a, a call up to the national team because, you know, that's definitely in the back of my mind. It's something I want to achieve. And, you know, hopefully I can be part of Graham, Graham's um, plans moving forward. So, um, I know uh, there was there was talk that I may be called up in the um, break just gone, but you know there's a lot of games now between in the next call up uh, between now and the next call up in in March. So um, I'll just be sort of working hard leading up to that and put my best foot forward to hopefully get that call up. And so sort of looking forward um, over the next stretch of games for Hull, we've got two of the bottom three coming up in our next couple of games. Um, we sort of touched on it before, but w- what's sort of the mood of the squad at the moment? Is it really quite optimistic? Um, I guess to start the season, it was a little bit slow with, with a few of the players maybe taking some time to gel and, and find their form, but, but it looks like everyone's really hitting their stride now and, and it must just be, you know, everyone just... I guess there is the cliches of you taking it one game at a time, but there must be a sense of being able to look up the table rather than down it. Um yeah, I mean, it's easy to say that when you're in a good run of form, but, um, you know, I feel like the team's just really positive with each other. You know, um, 
And I think positivity and confidence comes from actually physically producing results, which is what we've done. So um, we're just looking to build on the performances that we have done in recent weeks. Um, I feel like we've laid a bit of a platform for ourselves now and we know what we can achieve against some of the top sides in the division. And um, Going into tomorrow's game, you know, um, it's certainly not going to be easy. Um, no game is easy in the division for different reasons. Some are fine for promotion and some are trying to get out of the bottom bottom three, which is what Barnsley are doing tomorrow. But it certainly won't be an easy game. They'll carry threat. Um, they're not in it. They're not. Um, they're in the division for a reason. They had a great season last year in League One. Um, but we know that going into the game, we're confident that the threats we pose can cause some problems. And I guess one of our most threatening players at the moment is is Jared Bowen, who's just in in unbelievable form. Um, and I've got to ask you, what what is it like playing alongside him? It must it must be such a um, a confidence boost knowing you've got a player like that in the side. And and there's other players as well. Um, Kamil Grzycki as well is in fantastic form as well. It must be so such a confidence boost to have those sorts of guys in the side who who you know they just need a moment and they can find the back of the net. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know. The, the form that Jared's in now, it's a joy to be part, to be a teammate because um, you you when someone's in form like that, you literally just want to give them the ball because <laughs> you know it, he's he's producing week in week out, um, not just with his general play, but he, he's finishing goals and you know he he's not the only threat that we pose in the team. I think going forward, we attack with a, a really high tempo and, and energy. So um, I think it's all about just you know, playing to our strengths and, and maximising the ability that our front players do have. And just the last one before, before I let you go. Um, off the field, there's been a lot of really positive moves to um, change the pricing on the ticketing and all that sort of thing. Um, is, is it a sense with the team that, you know, if we get those sorts of crowds and that feel-good factor as well, that that off-the-field push can also really help support the team on the field? Yeah, I think... Um... At any football club, it's a collective effort. You know, we want to see as many fans there as possible and hopefully we can consistently put performances in like we did on Wednesday night against Preston. Um, fans are obviously the heartbeat of the football club, so we want to see as many of them as, as we can because um, if if we are going to achieve success in the division, that it's, it's going to be everyone, not just the lads. Yeah, absolutely. And we're loving watching you guys play at the moment. You're in some terrific form and, you know, long may it continue and hopefully we can keep pushing up the table. But... Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today, Callum. No worries. No worries, thanks. And thank you, everyone, for listening into this special edition of the Tigers Down Under with Callum Elder, Hull City defender, um, potential Socceroos defender in the future. Um, and until next time, come on, City. You've been listening to the official Hull City Australia podcast. For more discussion, join us on Facebook in the Hull City AFC Australian Supporters Group or follow us on Twitter at Hull City AFC Oz. The music was created by Amber and Black.